Down to Business on News Talk. Sponsored by Bank of Ireland. Here to support your business as it keeps building for years to come with dedicated business teams. Now, if you looked outside the window, you might not believe that the summer is actually here, but a bit of mud, wind and rain never stopped any of the avid festival goers we have here in Ireland. And there are plenty to choose from, not just the ones that require a pair of wellies and a poncho. So joining me to chat about the business of festivals, I'm delighted to be joined by Sorka O'Reilly. She's the Artistic Director of Kaleidoscope Family Festival that takes place in Blessington in Rusborough House from June 24th to the 26th. We're also joined by John Crumlish. He's the CEO of the Galway International Arts Festival and that's on from July the 11th to the 24th. And also joining us is Declan Ford, Festival Director of Beyond the Pale down there in the lovely Glen de Lock. And his festival is on as we speak from the weekend of the 10th to the 12th of June. Now, Sorka, we'll come to you first, if that's okay. Thanks a million, Bobby. Thanks so much for having me on. No, and tell us all about your festival, first of all. Sure thing. So Kaleidoscope, I suppose, is Ireland's first family uh, camping festival for families, specifically for, for the family to enjoy together. It takes place, as you said, from the 24th to the 26th of June at Rusborough House, which is the weekend after next. Um, it's an absolutely stunning location. Um, it's very much, um, our premise with Kaleidoscope is it's about the full family coming to the show, enjoying it together as a family unit, I guess. Yeah, and that, that's really interesting because typically a festival is geared at, you know, it's geared at maybe teenagers to mid-twenties, thirties, uh, people going through that rite of passage. In my day, I went to Listu and Varna and all that, but that's like, that's like centuries ago. But it's not often that you see, you know, festivals specifically geared to, to, to dealing with families and young children especially. A hundred percent. And that's really what we saw when we looked around the market ourselves as parents and as festival organisers and festival goers. We were really looking for something, looking at what was out there and what was called a family, you know, quote unquote family event was either, you know, something for the children and you as a parent would go along and you'd sip your coffee and you'd kind of wait it out. Or it was it was actually an adult event with a family section sort of attached to it, both of which are great and grand. But what we really wanted to do was to be able to go with our kids and enjoy it together and, and create okay. the opportunity for those family magical family moments and memories. Now, we'll talk about what's happening there in a bit more detail a bit later on. But let me bring in our, our next guest, uh, who's John Crumlish. He's the CEO of the Galway International Arts Festival. John, you're very welcome to the programme. Thank you for having me, Bobby. Now, John, uh, tell us a little bit about the Galway International Arts Festival. It hasn't happened for a couple of years. Um, it also, uh, if I understand it correctly, is uh, is an event that partners with other cities like Edinburgh, New York and Sydney. So tell us how it all works, if you would. Well, we're the biggest arts festival in the country. Like Our attendance normally before COVID was over about a quarter of a million. Over the two weeks, we do about 200 events. Uh, we go across music, theatre, street spectacle, talks, visual arts. So it's a big, broad church of interest. Uh, then we basically, how we interact with other cities is basically we produce our own theatre and exhibitions which tour to those places then. So in the last year, despite COVID, we would have been in Edinburgh, we were in New York, we're currently in Sydney with uh, a great uh, installation by John Gerard called Mirror Pavilion. So okay. that's, that's us. So so what you do then is maybe a short list of your acts, of all the, the different acts that you have at Galway, you bring them touring to other cities. Is that right? 
Yeah, like basically we'd put, we would produce work that would premiere at the festival and then we would tour to different places. Okay, that's very interesting. And am I right in saying that there are people being trained to do high-wire acts across the Carib and all that? Tell me about that. Yeah, that's Galway Community Circus. It's uh, a throwback to 2020. They had this brilliant project where they're going to teach 150 people from the community how to do tightrope walking. Uh, it was supposed to be uh, in our capital of culture, European capital of culture, but sadly because of COVID, they couldn't do it. So now it's happening during the festival this year. So basically 150 people are going to learn how to tightrope walk. A lot of them are going to tightrope walk across the car. Uh, that, that, that sounds fairly daunting now, 150 Galway lads on a tightrope <laughs> over the car. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> That's great. And tell me as well, what about the business aspect of, of the festival, John? How, how does that work? Uh, do, you, like, do you get paid to take the, the specific acts to the other cities? I presume it's of huge commercial value to the city of Galway. It is. We're worth about £35 million to Galway uh, over the two weeks. That's our impact on the local economy. And we're basically funded about a third, a third, a third. About a third of our income comes from box office. A uh, third comes from state funding and a third comes from sponsorship donations and earned income that we make then from concessions and stuff. Right. Uh, Jacqueline, are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here, Bobby. Good man. Tell yeah. us a little bit about the fact that your festival is, is it capped at 5,000 people? Is, is, there, does there, is there some legislation or insurance or some implication around the management of a festival above 5,000 people? Explain that to me. Yeah, it's, well, this, this is the first year of the On the Fell. We just uh, announced this in, um, in early March. So it was uh, when, when, when it became kind of became more confident that events were possible this summer. So we capped it at uh, just 4,999 for this year because the, um, the, there was a, yeah, it put in a different uh, bracket of licensing. If you go above uh, 5,000, you need to go for, apply for a public event license. And that's kind of a, a, okay. a certain cost, a lot more um, administration. Meetings so on. It's quite uh, difficult to get a short notice. So, um, yeah, coming out of the turbulent times, we're very happy. We're almost sold out with the five thousand. So, well um, done. That's good. Yeah. That's good news. Um, listen, yeah. I have a load of texts coming in here. One for you, Declan, which you might help me with. I'm planning on going down to the Beyond the Pale Festival in Glendalough today, but I don't want to drive. What's the best way to get there using public transport? Yes, yeah, so you can get transport. You see, you see the transport options on our website, which is itsbeyondthepale.ie. Right. Uh, transport section and that and gives you all the things. But I mean, it's, you know, it's only, it's only 45 minutes for Dublin or even, you know, 60 minutes from the city centre or even 60 minutes from the airport is on the M50. So that's, uh, we're very close to Dublin then. One part of this kind of Dublin okay. is the beyond the pale. Now, the line isn't great, Declan, so I'm going to let you go. But before I do, can you tell me <clears throat> about the typical type of festival goer down there today. What are you seeing when you look out across the beautiful landscape of Glendalough there in terms of who's there? Yeah, we've, we've targeted to a very, very specific demographic. So I'd say that, you know, probably 90% of our crowd in the 25 to 45 age back, we've got a certain amount of... Um, are they all hipsters or what's the story? We'd like to, there's so many people who find themselves a hipster, you know, they're on the right foot, and, uh, you know, they've come to Beyond the Pale, which is often a hipster at some, you know, <laughs> but uh, that, that, that's, that's the way we present it anyway. All right. But, uh, no, no, it's a nice little crowd. It's absolutely particularly lovely vibe, and it was one of the talking points last night, the whole atmosphere in the crowd, so we feel like we've kind of hit on something. 
and uh, people enjoying each other's company being very, very, very nice, you know, even in terms of any delays caused by the rain and that there was Okay, well look, I'm, I'm delighted it's going well for you. I'm delighted that you almost have a capacity crowd and it's great to see you back in business. So enjoy the rest of the festival and we wish you all well from here, okay? Great, thanks so much, Bobby. Thanks for having me. All right, Declan. Now, back to you, Sarka. Uh, again, this family event out in Rusborough House. I'm interested about some of the things that you have. You've got obstacle courses, zip lines, kayaking, and then food and music. How do you decide what to feature, I suppose, to for the diversity of your of your audience? Yeah, so it's a very good question, actually. So we, we, as I said, take the view that this is about the whole family. It's about every age, every interest and every ability in the family. And for that reason, we, we kind of programme with each of those people in mind. So in in addition to those kind of big main stage music acts that we have that we're really lucky MCD um, are one of our partners in programme those big stages for us we also have then that lovely juxtaposition of the small intimate art stages so um, we have everything in those from the likes of Mark the Science Guy with his amazing um, science shows we have Fighting Words they're doing Isn't that wonderful it's brilliant Like and, yeah. and it's all very participative so we really try to ensure that it's not just passive ingestion so the families are getting their hands on with different things there so for example Fighting Words are back with interviewing Rockstars, and that's where we bring a main stage act down to um, to the tent that the kids are learning how to interview rock stars in, and the kids themselves get up and they get to ask those those rock stars those questions, and it's a, it's a really beautiful um, experience seeing them do that, the, the joy that they get from it, um, and also what they get away with asking them yeah. is just fantastic. Can I ask you as well? I suppose you're probably your biggest enemy and your biggest friend is probably the weather. And really, there's not a lot you can do about it because it, it's going to happen as it happens. But do you you probably do have to make provision for bad weather, do you? On the uh, you and do. How, and, I how, mean, and how do you do that? You do. I mean, mm. what you do there is, first of all, we've got an incredible site. The drainage there is to die for. So so we're not kind of worried about that muddy scenario that you can get sometimes. Um, you know, we, we do tell people this is Ireland. So though it's quite likely to be lovely and sunny, my mother has been telling me that the frogs have been spawning in the deep. So I think we're in, onto a good thing there. But at the same time, it's Ireland. So bring a raincoat, bring, bring you know. Dress for the occasion. Yeah. Bring, the bring occasion a, could be wet. Could be either way. Yeah. yeah and we have yeah. big top tents and we have lots of kind of indoor places as well. So, so we're, we're, we're lovely uncovered. John, what about the uh, the acts that you have on in Galway this year? Um, are many of those the same acts that you would have, I suppose, contracted to in 2019 or 2020? No, uh, none practically, right. apart from some of our locals. Uh, our music programme, though, in our Heineken Big Top is basically the programme from 2020. Thankfully, the acts stayed with us, and uh, a lot of them, the majority of those, are from Cancel Festival in 20. Right, right. That's interesting. Okay, I have a couple of more texts. One for you, John. Um, will there be plenty of portaloos at the Galway Arts Festival? It's always my biggest fear when I attend a festival. That's from Marie and Offaly. Plenty of portaloos. Mm. Always. Always. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. And one for you, Sorka. Really looking forward to attending festivals again this year. Just wondering, will there be still some COVID protocols in place for Kaleidoscope? And that's from Saoirse, who's actually in Galway. She's not going to John's festival. She's coming up to yours. (laughs) 
Um, well, seriously, yes, absolutely. I mean, we um, take a very strong view on safety for our, our audience. It is an outdoor event. Um, so with lots and lots of space, we have a 200 acre estate to play with. What we found in 2019 was, you know, looking out from the, the main stage, what you saw was people on their picnic blankets, you know, literally stretched out with lots and lots of space. And um, it, it, uh, it really is like it was the same as kind of going to the beach or any of those things. So we'll have all of the hygiene units, of course, around the site, extra cleaners, extra extra yeah. everything. But I think the main thing is sp- the space that's there allows you to self, self-manage self and self-regulate and be able to feel safe at all times. Which is fantastic. OK, well, look, I think it's I, I, I think it's a it, it's a wonderful initiative. Um, it's great to see the festivals back. Uh, Declan seems to be doing great down there in Glendalough. Uh, John and Sorka, you're waiting for your festivals to happen in a number of weeks. Um, but isn't it, just maybe last word to you, John, isn't it great to see people back and wanting to get out and about again? It's absolutely fantastic. Just that whole communal thing of people coming together is just great. We're really, really looking forward to just, you know, seeing people out and about and not being... It's not that they're not cautious, but it's great to see people just out together. Okay. Well, look, it's uh, it, it, we're we're certainly glad to support any business on this show, but the business of festivals, it's great that it is a business and there's a bit of fun involved in it as well. So, wishing my guests every success. Sork O'Reilly, artistic director at Kaleidoscope, John Crumlish, CEO of Galway International Arts Festival, and Declan Ford uh, down there at the Festival of Beyond the Pale in Glendalough, which is happening as we speak. So I think there might be still a bit of room there, but very little if you want to take a trip down to Declan down there at Beyond the Pale. So thanks so much and, and every success in the future. Up next, digital Darwinism. Down to business on News Talk. Sponsored by Bank of Ireland. Here to support your business as it keeps building for years to come with dedicated business teams. 